Welcome to Bible Stories for Blasphemers. This is not a theology, history, or morality podcast. It is simply a podcast where stories from a very popular book are told by a moderately adequate storyteller. And if you were expecting family-friendly language, I'm afraid you won't find that here either. Enjoy. say our names like that i like it mm-hmm. we're still catching our groove yeah we don't really know what we usually do this is what episode five i think five yeah i had to like write down the things we do because like when <laughs> yeah when this like record button starts my brain is just a blank slate mine <laughs> sent me like happens. a text with like here's the lowdown on what we talk here's about what we talk about so that i don't keep saying what do we do next <laughs> We do, like, two things on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Shut up. How have you been? I have been pretty good. Um, oh, oh, tell me more. Uh, well, you know, I am doing a lot of D&D stuff, um, you know, for my other podcasts. Okay. I don't know if I should be promoting my other podcast on this podcast. Mm, but it's D and D. They probably found us through them. Uh, <laughs> true enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, if not, it's called yeah. Dial M for Magic. Yeah, it's really good. It's like D and D, but noir and mystery and yeah. prohibition. Stuff. And if you like our intro, you'll like that because um, yeah, Henry is the DM. Henry, does Henry that. from our intro. Henry from our intro. I didn't mean to do promo. I just have been doing like, That's D&D just stuff. my life. Um, <laughs> that's just what you are. That's what happens when you're an artist, though. Like, you're, you ask, someone asks you what you're doing and you're promoting it because it's just what you're doing. Because that's what I'm <laughs> it's fucking literally doing what you're doing. <laughs> I got a guitar. That's pretty rad. I have so, been hearing about the calluses, how yeah, it is going. They're still far from feel. happening. <laughs> You have, like, a little bit. Yeah, they're getting there. Like, they're definitely getting there because I am practicing for, like, over an hour every day. Yeah. Your pointer finger has, like, a a, a good can, solid start of a count. Yeah, and you can totally see, like, where I have some cuts on my fingers. That'll happen. Yeah, here. but, like, it's, like, the first time in a while that I... It's honestly a really long time that I've had a hobby that I, can, I like, fully zone out to. That's great. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I, I get it. in, like, a, like, I don't know where the time went, kind of. Like, stage. a hyper-focus. Yeah, and, like, it just feels so nice to have that again. <laughs> Even though I don't know anything about guitar, it's just so satisfying to, like, play a note right, and, like, it makes me, like, want to start singing the song I'm playing, and it's just, like, it's... I can't wait until I can get to the point where I can, like, actually fucking play guitar, and then, um... Yeah. Has nothing to do with anything 
I used this podcast to, has anything to do with but that's what my life has been up to i used to play guitar for the worship band at yes church. oh my god listen and i also was a singer a lot of times the lead singer <gasps> that for the totally band makes sense church. you have a really cool talking voice and we jam a lot when we drive places together it's true we harmonize like none other we i are love so harmonizing good. dan and i are just the most annoying people you'll ever meet <laughs> Excuse you, I am a gift. Uh, anyway, I am an absolute yeah. treasure. So what do we um, what did we do last time? Uh, yeah, let's. What do you remember of last episode? Okay, so there was naked Noah. Yeah, and there was everyone being an idiot, and. Uh, well, mostly Noah. Mostly Noah, idiot. but also Ham, just a little bit. Yeah. But I'm and victim. Kanan I'm victim getting... blaming. Honestly, Kanan did nothing wrong. Kanan did nothing wrong. <laughs> like Kanan was totally fine. Um, and then yeah, all the fucking begot begot sons of Kanan are cursed. I guess that I will. Guess. It's like foreshadowing for future events. Yeah. And then after that, we talked about, like, these people who were trying to build... The world spoke one language. Mm -hmm. And then people gathered and were like, okay, like, let's build a tower. And it was kind of, like, monumentally... It it was a cool way of... I remember thinking, like, it was a beginning of civilization, sort of. Yeah. Anyway, then God was like, wow... How fucking dare you build a building? They're getting way too strong down there. They built a building. And I'm gonna go ruin it and make it so that they all speak a different language. They built a fucking cool building. Yeah. They must be punished. He's like, I can see that from heaven and I am not okay with it. What an eyesore. Listen, guys, don't be building stuff. This is my earth. Exactly. Anyway, yeah. He um, was kind of a dick, honestly. Nice. I'm just going to call it yeah. like I see it. <laughs> kind of a dick. And that's all I remember. Well, that's pretty good. Okay, thank you. That's pretty much what we talked about. Okay, so, good. you know. It was more fresh in my mind this time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. We didn't take as long of a break between yeah. episodes this time. Yeah. So, this week, we're going to talk about some of the next stuff that happens in the Bible. Oh, we'll really? Skip, we'll skip the boring parts, because oh, there's cool. some boring parts. Okay. Um, But we're gonna get to the story of... The early story of the life of Abraham, who at that time was called Abram. Wait, they're the same person? Yeah, Abram becomes Abraham. I assumed it was like a... A son, like a bagot situation. No. It's a guy who leveled up and got He a new just name. was like a Digimon. Yeah, he, evo- he evolved, evolved like a Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> from Abram into Abram. <laughs> Who's that? Pokemon. <laughs> what do you know about this man called Abram or Abraham? So I had no idea about anyone called Abram. First off. Okay. Assuming Abraham is the Abraham I think he is. Probably. There was like, like God told him, God was like kind of an asshole to him. He was like, kill your son. Oh yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And like, then he was like, okay. 
And then God was like, oh, wait, I didn't actually want you to do that. I just wanted to see if you would do it. I don't remember how I learned that. God's such an asshole. But, like, dude, he's such an asshole. You guys worship this fool? Like, such a Regina George. Seriously, such an asshole. (laughs) Okay. Not over that from last episode. (laughs) So. That's the only bit I know about Abraham. Okay. And I I don't know if he actually did kill his son or not. So I, I will tell you, that's something that happens later in his life. Oh, okay, okay. We will get to that story, um, but not today. Today we're going to talk about his earlier life. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. And um, about two women in his life. Uh, his wife, Sarai, who is later called Sarah. That's a, I like Sarai better. Yeah. That's a cool name. And uh, also a woman called Hagar. Well, I don't like that one as much. It's not as nice sounding yeah. in English, but I'm sure it was lovely. Maybe Hagar? I don't know. Hagar? It could be Hagar. Um, but yeah, let's let's start it. Okay. So. Take me there. Let's go there. We're starting out with Shem. Okay, uh, son of Noah. One of Noah's sons, whom yeah. Canaan is servant to? Is Question supposed mark? to be eternally the servant okay, of. Okay, okay, Yeah, cool. Yeah. So, there's a genealogy of Shem here. And after, you know, multiple generations, we get to a man named Terah, who begot Abram. Abram is the son of Terah, who is one of the... Great, 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 great grandsons of Shem. So this is a long way of saying he's like an ancestor of Noah. Yes. Slash Seth slash Adam. Yeah. So Abram has two brothers. I said ancestor. What's the other word? Descendant. Descendant. That's it. Thank you. I just let it go. (laughs) It's going to happen a lot. (laughs) So Abram has two brothers, uh, Nahor and Haran. They're like um, anagrams of each other. Yeah. And then... <laughs> is that like you just saying shut up? Or is that like I, you saying, yeah, just wait? Yeah, just wait. Okay. There's more wild names. Okay. <laughs> um, so Heron um, died pretty early on, but he R. had R. a P. son called Lot. Okay. L-O-T, Lot. All right. So Fine. one of the Romneys again. <laughs> Lot Romney. Yeah. Um, I've heard Lottie, but I've never heard Lot. Yeah, there's a pretty good reason for that that we'll get to, like, probably next episode. Oh my god, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Lot doesn't have, like, a great um, <laughs> reputation. Okay. Uh, and then Abram and his brother Nahor took wives. Um, Abram's wife's name was Sarai. And, uh, Is that the same Sarai as from earlier? Yeah, who okay. will become Sarah. Okay. Um, and uh, Sarai was barren. She was not able to have children. <gasps> Classic. No one does it say barren. Yeah, it says something but, about that word. <laughs> like, it says, but Sarai was barren. She had yeah. no child. Yeah. Um, and then Tara, the 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 dad, yeah, the granddad, um, took his son Abram and his grandson Lot. And uh, they went out into, like, a new land. Um, specifically, they went out from Ur to go to the land of Canaan. Oh, I don't know that. Yeah. So, so they into the land of Canaan. Do they know their descendants of 
Shem? Yeah. So they know Canaan is the land. Uh, Oh, it's like their servant. They're just like, I'm going to go where all the people are going to be servants to me. No. (laughs) Okay. Well, what the fuck? (laughs) They're going to go where all the people are ancestrally supposed to, quote unquote, be their servants. But they're not literally their servants. Okay. They're like other people living in the world. So they Who they know they are distantly related to and feel superior to. But they're not, like, literally their servants. Yeah, they just think they're better than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, as they go out into the world. Into um, Canaan. The Lord says to Abram, Get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Okay. So, like, apropos of nothing, like, Abram has done nothing, nothing. in the text. And why would anything he does have to do with all the families of the earth? Because Jesus will eventually be born from him. According to Christians, that is what okay. this means. Okay. Jesus will eventually be within the lineage of Abraham. Slash Shem, slash... Seth. Seth, slash Noah. Noah, Seth, yeah, all of Adam. that. Adam, yeah. This is all very important. So, Abram has done nothing, but God decides you are blessed you are and my favorite, one. and I love you so much, and Ugh. your family's gonna be the best. That's like me with Taylor Swift. Just like, I love you so okay, much. Okay, but she deserves it. Yeah. She's done things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Abram, to this point, has not done anything, yeah, you're at right. least according not, to the text. Not a, yeah. not a good comparison. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Taylor. <laughs> um. So, Abram went out uh, and he took Lot with him and they left his father's house and they went through uh, the land of Canaan. Um. The Canaanites were with them in the land, um, but they haven't really... Been serving them. Well, and they (laughs) haven't really talked to them yet at this point. What does it say? Um, It just mentions that the Canaanites were also on the land with them. Okay. Um, And then the Lord appeared to Abram. So... Again? uh, Well, he he said it before, so maybe he was just a disembodied voice before, but now he, like, he's visually there. And he says, to your descendants, I will give this land. The land that is currently the Canaanites' land. Is that Israel? Yeah. Okay. It'll, it'll get to Israel. Yeah. You got there. You, you you intuited. (laughs) The holy land. Sharp mind. Is what I hear them say about that place. And uh, at that place where the Lord appeared to him, he built an altar to the Lord. Okay. Um, And then he moved from there to the mountain east of Bethel, which I don't know where that is, but it's... Well, uh, he moved to is that place. related to Bethlehem? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a scholar. Yeah. I'm here to tell the story. Okay. I'm not here to tell you where things were. Yeah. Um, if you he, wanted to uh, be sure... <laughs> he he built an altar there where God appeared to him, and then he went on to a mountain. Oh, so he, like, summoned God that last time. No, he built the altar, like, after God appeared to him as, like, a oh. shrine He's to like, mark the This is the a spot. good place. Okay. Yeah. And then he went somewhere else, and um, he built another altar. 
to the Lord. And at this one, he built it first and then called on the name of the Lord, called God to the altar. Yeah. So he did summon him that time. Uh, on this one, yeah. he called him. You know what, like, is weird is that the angels all have to say, don't be afraid of me, right? Mm-hmm. But God doesn't have to. And so it makes me wonder, like, does he seem particularly, like, does he just look like another dude? Like, I think he just looks like a dude because... But, like, if, how does he at, convince anyone that he's God, Well, you because know? here's the thing. At the beginning, he talks about, let us make man in, in our, our image. image. Yeah. So I think that, like, according to but this I mean, mythology, like, God looks like a human. Humans look like God. Yeah. But, like... Not even in, like, the classic, you know, God is an old white man with a long white beard thing. Like, like, he could just look like me. You know what I mean? Like, is kind of the impression I'm getting. Yeah. Except not me, because if it was a woman, that would be horrifying, obviously. 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 But, yeah, I think God just looks like a normal-ass person. Wow. Okay. In Genesis, anyway. So... Abraham is journeying along, building altars as he goes. And there was a famine in the land at that time where he was. Uh, And Abram went down to Egypt, which I know where that is. I know where that is. (laughs) We know where that one is. Um, I have heard that one before. So he, he went to Egypt because there was a very severe famine. And he went there because they had stuff to live on. Um, And it came to pass... When he was... Okay, every time it says it came to pass, I know something fucking <laughs> super weird is gonna show up. Like... You are so right. You are so right. It always, like, prefaces some fucked up thing. Because they're just like, I don't know how to give this context. I will just say what happened. <laughs> it's like prefacing something yeah. with, like, not to be offensive, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Okay, what, what happened? So it came to pass... When he was close to entering Egypt, like on the threshold of entering Egypt, he said to Sarai, his wife, "Um, I know that you are a woman of beautiful countenance. You are a gorgeous woman. You are a classic beauty. Uh And therefore it will happen when the Egyptians see you, they will say, well, this is Abram's wife. And um, they will kill me so that they can have you. <laughs> okay. They're going to kill me because uh, you're my wife and they will absolutely want you. Okay. Um, so, please say that you are my sister so that it may be well with me and uh, I may live because of you. So, that means he's going to let them, like, fuck her still. <laughs> I'm giving Mariah yeah. the biggest eyeballs, but like... <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Oh, God, no. Does does it say that he does that? Oh, honey, I've just started this story. (laughs) Okay, keep going. So it was when Abram came into Egypt that the Egyptians saw the woman, that she was very beautiful. She must have been like... A fucking the Abraham most, Lincoln. The like most she must have been so hot. Yeah. Yes. Like also, Sarai Abraham was beyond amazing, compare. right? Abraham. Abraham is very so good. good. I, I like that it. joke from Wayne's World. <laughs> okay. Well, then I, <laughs> I I respect you a little bit less for your stolen joke, but I still like it. Thank you. 
So it was when Abram came into Egypt, the Egyptians saw that she was very beautiful. Mm -hmm. Uh, The princes of Pharaoh also saw her and um, commended her to Pharaoh. They were like, hey, Pharaoh, that woman who came into town, she's really hot. (laughs) Dude, she must have been so fucking hot. Like she was stirring up so much interest just by being hot. Just by existing. Yeah. And uh, she was taken to Pharaoh's house. He treated Abram well for her sake. Um, he uh, had sheep, oxen, donkeys, etc. Um, were all given to Abram uh, because he was like, thank like you dowry. so much for like letting me bring your sister into my home where yeah. I can sleep with her and all my princes can sleep with oh, her. Oh, God. He, he lets her... Th- yeah, uh, listen, listen. Okay. But the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarai, Abram's wife. What do you think the great plagues were? Were they STDs? I think definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think definitely 100% chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> or what's the other one? Syphilis. Yeah. Yeah. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, what what's is this one? that you have done to me? Yeah. Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? How did the fucking Pharaoh figure that out? (laughs) Because of the great plague. She probably just fucking told him. (laughs) Um, He says, I might have taken her as my wife. Now, therefore, here is your wife. Take her and go your way. He didn't even kill him. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and uh, they sent him away with his wife and with all the stuff that they had given him. What? How did this happen? So basically, like it Abram, sounds like he tricked the pharaoh, and Pharaoh was like, "You got me," and, and just take pharaoh, all my shit. Pharaoh got a lot of STDs, realized he was sleeping with a married woman, and was like, "Why didn't you fucking tell me?" But God had blessed Abram, and so Abram was just untouchable. So he was like, "Okay, well, I don't want God to continue cursing me." Okay, so but- here she is, and leave. In actuality, what I'm wondering is. How did this woman avoid getting an STD? Like, I know in the story, she probably just doesn't get sick. But... She probably has it, and that's how she passed it to everyone. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't talk about her She's probably a non-symptomatic carrier of an STD. Yeah, but, like, they were all fucking... Because what I think probably happened... Was if it wasn't just the pharaoh fucking her, if it was, like, all of his homies, it was probably one of them that actually had it. Maybe. Yeah. That seems more likely. Not that I know Sarai. Maybe she got around. You never know, but... I mean, she did, but it was her husband's fault. Yeah, like, exactly. So... But she was apparently, like, the hottest woman on the fucking planet. Like, hottest woman on the face of the goddamn earth. Literally so hot, it saved, it threatened and saved his life. Yeah. (laughs) Like, simultaneously. Yep. So, they they move on from Egypt after that. And he and his wife and all of the things they have, and also Lot, who he took with him. Who's Um, Lot again? His nephew. Okay. Um... They all move on. Uh, Abram was very rich in livestock and silver and gold at this point. Um, he it's went, like um, that one game, Catan. Yeah. <laughs> and he uh, he went back to the place where he made that first altar. 
Oh where, yeah, where God appeared to where him. Where God appeared to him. Mm-hmm. And um Lot who was with him uh also had like flocks and herds and stuff with him. And uh the land was not able to support both of them. Okay, um, yeah, fair. So there was there was strife, quote unquote. Well, why uh, did you fucking bring between the you? herdsmen of Abraham's clan and Lot's clan or whatever? But they're like family, they're of the same clan. Yeah, but they both have just a fuck ton of livestock and servants and stuff, I guess. Okay. Um, and the Canaanites also lived there. So, okay. uh, Abraham said to Lot, um, let there be no strife between you and me and my herdsmen and your herdsmen because we are brethren. We're related. So mm-hmm. let's not fight. Um, separate from me. If you take the left, I'll go right. If you go right, I'll go left. And we will just, we will move our separate ways. Yeah. So they do that. And, um, Abraham eventually dwelt in the land of Canaan and Lot dwelt in the cities of the plain and pitched his tent, uh, by, um, Sodom. Cities of the plain? I think it's like, uh, like a flat Where there were more people on the flat plains, I guess. Is it like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, is it P-L-A-I-N or P-L-A-N-E? No, it's the first one. Okay, so it is like plains. Yeah, okay. he he dwelt in the plains. Not like an ethereal plane. <laughs> um, he went over to Sodom and lived there, and Abram stayed in the Canaanite land. Okay. And the Lord said to Abram... Wait, I thought Sodom was the Canaanite land. I mean, it it, it is. All of this is. Okay. But... But one they of them just, is called Canaan. They just didn't give, like, a very specific name, I guess, to the part that Abram okay. was in. I don't know. Fine. Um, the Lord said to Abram after Lot had separated from him, Lift your eyes now and look from the place where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward, for all the land which you see I give to you and your descendants forever. Uh. <laughs> That's cool, I guess. And I will make Sweet. your I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that what? if a that's man that's how he's been making people. No, no, no. At, he he clarifies so that if a man could number the dust of the earth, your descendants would also be that numbered. Like, what you're gonna have as many descendants as grains of sand is oh. basically what he's saying, oh my or God. like. As pieces of dust. And, and so this is like a big deal because Sarai was barren. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he, he, he builds another altar because he's like, that's crazy, man. That's wild. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> God is so wild. Um. But my wife is like so barren. Like, what do you mean, God? That's crazy. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so there's a few other things that happen. Like at one point there's like a strife between him and some different kings of the different lands. Um, <laughs> why? It's just, it's not interesting. It's literally not interesting. Um, like, there's a point where one of the kings is like, I have Lot, and he's like, I'm gonna go get Lot back from you. What? That sounds fun. That sounds like a movie. It's not. <laughs> that sounds like the entire premise of a movie. <laughs> it's literally just a whole bunch of names of names of names of names of people like, that were there and where they were there. Okay. And it's boring. All right. If you say so. So. Youth Pastor Dan. Um, we didn't hear that section because Youth Pastor Dan said it was boring. Listen, here's the <laughs> one interesting part. 
He divided his forces against them by night, and he and his servants attacked them and pursued them as far as Hobah, which is north of Damascus, blah, 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 and more stuff about where <laughs> things are. So, but that one sentence was the only sort of active verbs okay. of this conflict. Wow. Okay. Fine. But he attacked them in the night. <laughs> that was very boring. That's what I told yeah. you. <laughs> um, and then it uh, gets to a point where Abram brings up the problem that you mentioned with the fact that his wife is barren. Yeah. Um. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram Wait, in a vision. Wait, didn't he already say, like, you're going to have a bunch of children? Yeah, he did. Okay, continue. And um, then he came He came to him again in a vision this time, it specifically says. So he's no longer coming down to earth. He's mm-hmm. doing visions now. Um, and he says, do not be afraid, Abram. Oh. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. I am your reward. I am your reward and I am protecting you from everyone and I am awesome. And I I chose you. I don't get it. Pikachu, I choose you. (laughs) Okay. And Abram goes, Lord God, what will you give me seeing I go childless? (laughs) He's like, okay. He's like, look, you have given me no offspring. Um, There's nobody that I can pass on all my riches to and I'm certainly not going to have descendants to inherit all this land that you say I'm going to have because I don't I don't have I don't have any kids <laughs> man you got to help me out um and god says he's he's worried about like his heir is some random relative that he doesn't like it's not his son like some it, random other isn't it lot or whatever it's not a lot but okay. it, it's some other um relative yeah and uh the lord says no don't worry about it that person's not going to be your heir but one who will come from your own body shall be your heir and then he brought him outside and he said look at the sky count the stars your descendants will be as numerous oh as the God. stars. <laughs> it's like, man, you already told me this about the sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a recurring dream at this point. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, and so Abram is like, uh, Abram okay. is like, all right. Uh, it says, <laughs> whatever you say. He believed in the Lord and uh, the Lord accounted it to him for his righteousness. So wow. the Lord was like, good. You are still trusting me, even though you needed me to say it again. Um, but great job, man. Great trust. You're gonna have babies. I promise. That's what God said. Uh, yes. Yeah. And, um... Of your own body. You will be God. Yeah. And, uh, Abraham says, okay, well, how shall I know that I will inherit this land? Like, how, how uh-huh. do I know that this is gonna be real? That this thing that you're saying is real? What follows... Is a wild fever dream. <laughs> okay. So, God said to him, first of all, we're we're doing another altar thing, but now it's gonna it's very it's getting very. He really specific. likes altars. Yeah. So God said to him, "Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon." It doesn't specify the age on those ones, huh? Yeah. No, I guess not. I just hate that God is, like, super into killing animals is all I gotta He's say. He's really into it. I just hate that. Um, 
so Abraham brings all these to God at the altar, um, cuts them in two down the middle, and places each piece opposite the other. Okay. Uh, except for the birds, which he just puts the birds opposite of each other. Okay. But he, like, makes two lines of, like, half an animal That's body. so gruesome. And Terrible. there's just two lines of them, I guess, on this altar. I hate it. And that it, must be a massive altar. Because it is just it, terrible. It said three, wait, a three-year-old heifer? Yeah. That's massive. It's like a cow, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's just a mess. <laughs> okay. So does it do anything? Does he get babies? Um, well, it, vultures come down for the carcasses well. and he drives them away because they're for God. <laughs> that must be so funny. Hey! Get away, get those are gods. <laughs> and then when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram. And behold, horror and great darkness fell upon him. <laughs> oh my god, he, he just had, had a bad a dream. Terrible nightmare. I wonder if he ate mushrooms or something. He had a terrible nightmare brought on by slaughtering a lot of animals yeah. and then sleeping with their dead carcasses. Yeah. And maybe yeah. mushrooms. And maybe mushrooms. Yeah, or some other substance. I don't know if mushrooms grow in, like, the desert, which I imagine they're still kind of oh, in. Oh, this is in the desert? In my head, this was in the woods. It could be. I yeah. don't know. Okay. <laughs> I always sort of imagine a desert for this. Okay. Uh, in my head, it's woods. At nighttime, on a cliff top. You could be right. And he's running around like a maniac, killing animals. I like that. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. So Abram is, has a bad trip, a bad nightmare. What is, does it say what it was? Or no, just it just says it horror bad? and great darkness. Wow. And then. It just like, is like very specific enough to say that night when he slept, bad dreams. Really, really bad. But doesn't know what they are. Um, and then God said to Abram. Um, know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and they will serve the strangers and the strangers will afflict them for 400 years. Oh, is that about the like slavery of the Jews and stuff? In Egypt. Yeah. yeah. That's what this is referring that's to. That's so fascinating. Um, and then also the nation that they serve, I will judge. And well, afterwards, yeah. uh, they will come out with great possessions um, and as for you, you shall go to your fathers in good peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. But in the fourth generation, your descendants will return here. For the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. Here meaning Israel? Mm, sure. Why not? <laughs> okay. I mean, that's what it sounds like he's saying yeah. is like, because that's where the Jews are trying to go when yeah. they're leaving Egypt. It's Israel. Yeah. yeah, so it's saying, like, they are, it, here's a vision in your terrible, terrible dream that I'm telling you about. Your descendants are going to suffer as slaves for a while. Yeah. But um, then they'll be okay, and they will be wealthy after that. They will come out with great possessions, it says. Yeah, that's weird. So, cool for them. Yeah. I mean, not exactly wrong, but weird, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because, but that, well, the thing that interests me about that passage is that I will do a judgment upon them. Uh, he's going to do a judgment upon the people that they served. Yeah, the exactly. That yeah. That's what interests me is like, because he, he, 
according to the lore, he does do that. Yeah. Much later. Yeah. Like, it, this one time, the Bible did well, not contradict it. Not even much, much later. It's literally the next chapter after this is well, the story. The of, next chapter, but it Or like not the next four, chapter, the next verse. Well, it's like four no, generations. Not either. The next fucking book okay. of the Bible. The next book. Okay. The sequel to Genesis. <laughs> In the next book, the sequel to Genesis. But it says it's four generations later. So yeah. that's a long time. Um, yeah, but not that long compared to all the genealogies we've seen. Yeah, but it's still, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, um, he just basically does a whole, like, prophecy to him. Yeah, and then it came to pass. It came to pass. Uh, when the sun went down and it was dark, that behold, there appeared a smoking oven. What? And a burning torch that passed between... The pieces of the animals. Oh my god! That he put so on it's just altar. like a floating like fire, basically. Yeah, like floating fires appeared and started moving between these like pieces of animals on the altar. See, like if that happened, I would believe in God. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> like, that would be cool. We were just told he had a great and terrible dream. Yeah. So was this part of the dream? Probably. Was this part of the mushroom trip, he man? He might have. Just been tripping. But what is <laughs> what does he think happened? He thinks that that happened. Okay, They're, but then what what does he think happened? Yeah. Uh, um, like, is there a purpose to these at all? It's just a sign that God was there. Oh, okay. Um, and then God makes a covenant with him that says, like, I'm giving your descendants all this land. Oh, yeah. So. That's cool. But <laughs> I used some fire in the in the air to tell you about it. And you did have to kill a lot of between these dead animals. Yeah. I have passed fire. And he still didn't answer the question about the kids. No, he's just like, trust me, you'll have some. It'll and that's happen. and that's how the story ends. That's how that chapter ends. There's more. There is more. Do we have time for it in this episode? I don't know. You tell me. Is this a two parter? Is this our first two parter? Well. Abraham, honestly, is going to be, like, at least a three-parter. Oh, my God. But I was hoping to get to a little bit of Sarai and Hagar before we um, wrap this episode. So, in the next chapter, Sarai, Abraham's wife, Abram's wife, sorry, he's still Abram. Okay. Had not had yet. Had borne him no children. And she had with her an Egyptian maidservant named Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, see, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. Right. So please go to my maid and maybe I'll get children by her. Uh, so basically just please impregnate my maid and we'll just pretend like they're mine. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm hearing. And Abram heeded the voice of Sarai. (laughs) Okay. I think he lied. Maybe he like lied about that. Um, like, look, God said I have to have children. I don't know any other way. It's definitely, in the text, Sarai is the one who's like, just take her because I can't have kids. Yeah, but who do we think they asked about this story? Um, the no one dude. involved. No one involved. <laughs> okay. Definitely people way down the line who were not a part of this. Okay. Um, and then Sarai, Abram's wife, um, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his uh, second wife. Oh, uh, okay. 
Um, so he went into Hagar and she conceived. Okay. And um, when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Um, Wait. So when Hagar got pregnant, she hated Sarai. Yes. Why? I mean, unless she because forced Hagar her to. Had actually, been a servant. Yeah, she really just forced her to. I rescind the question. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, pretty fucked up. This is actually where, and I don't love the author of this, but um, The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, comes from this. The Bible comes from specifically Hagar. Oh, that's interesting. Um, because you know, in The Handmaid's Tale, you've seen the show or read it or anything. No, you familiar with the concept? Yes. So the concept is the handmaidens are the only women who can have children in a world that yeah. is. I uh, was familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for our listeners. Well, then why did you ask? Is all I want to know. He's <laughs> <laughs> getting rough in the studio. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with the energy we've created today. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that's what who's is Hagar a character in that or something? No, but the the concept is that um all of these women who can't have children have handmaids. Oh. And the handmaids are the ones who bear children for them. Gross. Who they give them to their husband as possessions. And they are forced to have sex with the husbands and then give the children that they birth to the wives. And but that's what happened here. It, that's what happens in The Handmaid's Tale and it's based yeah. on this, what happened to Hagar. And, I mean, that makes sense, like, that Hagar would not like Sarai. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I was confused by that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Sarai said to Abram, my wrong be upon you. Um, my wrong be upon you. She she's mad that um, Hagar doesn't like her anymore, oh. and she's blaming it on Abram. Okay, and she says, "I gave my maid to you, and when she saw that she had conceived, um, she started to hate me." And the, <laughs> she's such a dumb bitch. The Lord, ju- the Lord God should judge between me and you, and and see whose fault this is. So um, Abram says to Sarai, "Look." Your maid is your maid. You go ahead and do whatever you want with her. I don't... <laughs> this is not my problem. Yeah. Um, Sarai dealt harshly with Hagar. Uh, yelled at her, punished her, we're not sure. Um, and Hagar fled from Sarai. With the baby. With the baby. Ooh. Then what happened? Then what happens is the angel of the Lord... Finds her in the wilderness by a spring of water. The angel of the Lord. Does that mean the Lord or does that mean an angel? It's the angel. It's, it's one of the Lord's angels. Okay, so it's an it's angel. It's an angel, yeah. And I, I believe that the word angel just means messenger. Okay. So. Fine. The Lord's messenger um, comes to her. Okay. And he says... Hagar, um, Sarai's maid, where have you come from and where are you going? (laughs) And she says, I am fleeing from the presence of my mistress, Sarai. Okay. And the angel of the Lord says to her, return to your mistress and submit yourself under her hand. So that sucks. Not great. That sucks. Yeah. And then the angel of the Lord says, I will multiply your descendants exceedingly so that they shall not be 
counted for multitudes. So like so many that you can't count them. Just so like she's gonna have to like give like birth Abram. to like eight bazillion children. Great. No, it's I mean descendants could be like her okay. grandchildren. Okay, and, that's good. Yeah. And But why um, does she give a fuck? That I honestly it seems like she doesn't. Yeah. But <laughs> God seems to think that she does. Yeah, okay. Or should. And the angel says to her, Behold, you are with child, and you shall bear a son. You shall call his name Ishmael, because I've the Lord has heard your affliction. Um, what? What does that mean? It, probably Ishmael means affliction. No, but like, what is the Lord? The Lord has heard your affliction. What does like, that mean? The Lord heard that you were out here crying because your mistress punished you. And now he's giving you a son. Named as, Ishmael. And that'll be great for you. That like, that will solve your problem. Who fucking cares? You're going to have a son and that'll be awesome for you. Because you're a woman and the best thing you could possibly do is create a man. Oh my god. Okay. Um, he Ishmael shall be a wild man. His hand shall be against every man. And every man's hand shall be against him. And he shall dwell what in the presence of all no his brethren. No one will like him? He's gonna be fighting with everybody. That doesn't seem all the great. Time. <laughs> doesn't yeah, seem everybody's great. gonna fight him, and he's gonna be fighting them constantly. Okay. And yeah, that does not seem great. Yeah. To why me. would that be? Like, don't worry. Everyone will. Don't hate worry. Him. You're gonna have a son. He's gonna be a wild kid, mm-hmm. and um, he's not well liked. But maybe it was. Like, he will be a man. <laughs> maybe it's like you're gonna have a son, and she's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I hate him. And he's probably like, well, that's okay, because he's going to get beat up a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's okay, because, um, listen, (laughs) he is going to be an anarchist. So, does that make you feel better? (laughs) Okay, then what? Um, So then she called the name of the Lord who spoke to her. Um, She didn't know who this God was that talked to her. Mm -hmm. She called him... What, the angel, you mean? Um, yeah, but God through the angel. And she, but um, she wasn't like, this was like not a, an angel. She like didn't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. Cause yeah. she's Egyptian. So I guess she probably believed in the Egyptian gods. Yeah. Um, so she didn't know who she was talking to. She called him. You are the God who sees. Okay. That's what she named him. Fine. Like sees the future. Maybe. Uh, or sees me, yeah. saw me out here in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, and she said, have I also here seen him who sees me? And, <laughs> That's the dumbest and she wants, ever. I think she wants to know, like, do I, like, am I looking at God right now? Yeah. Or are you a messenger of God? Yeah. Like, it's like, am, am I, I really seeing you is kind of. Yeah. The question I'm getting from that. Uh, like, are you real? And yeah. what am I looking at right yeah. now? Yeah. Um, and God doesn't answer that question. Oh, of course he doesn't. Um, but she does He's go. He's like the worst. Like, if I knew yeah. someone like him, I'd be like, God, that guy's an asshole. He is an asshole. <laughs> so, um, like, when you ask someone something and they have an answer and they just don't fucking tell you, and you're just like, I hate you. Like, you're you the suck. worst. Yeah. But anyway, she does go back to Sarai and Abram, and she does bear a son, and she does name him Ishmael. I wonder why she does all that. 
And uh, Abram was 86 years old when Ishmael was born. They really did live longer then. What's up with that? I wonder if they, like, counted years differently. Honestly, I don't know. But 86 at this point in the Bible is starting to be considered pretty old. Like, a little bit too old to have a kid. So he's very concerned. Yeah. Um, Okay. But that... He stayed with the same lady, like, almost his entire life, though. Yeah. Like, he was really desperate. <laughs> yeah. For kids. I mean, also, I mean, it doesn't matter was... that Sarai was, like, the most beautiful yeah, person in the world. Yeah, she was the yeah. hottest woman on the face of yeah. the earth. She's, like, so in- freakishly hot. <laughs> anyway, is that the end of part um, one? That's gonna be the end of part one. And then, um, next week, we will say more. More part about two, possibly. Part two, part <laughs> three uh, will probably follow. We're gonna need at oh least God, three parts to get through one. Abraham, I think. And then he comes back again. What you said? He comes back later, like way later, and that's when the whole sun thing happens. Um. Yeah. 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 So okay. it, there's gonna be there's there's a lot of Abraham. I'm telling you, that's he's a I'm very hearing. important figure. Do you mean like a long? chapter or do you mean like over and over again in different chapters he comes up many many chapters about his life okay all right let's take a break break That was a really wild story, and it was kind of a long one. Yeah, sorry. There's <laughs> so much about Abram to discuss. Yeah, really. and we have so much more left. So much <laughs> I more can't to talk wait. about. Yeah, that was fucking wild. He's a wild guy. Um, Truly. I have a question for you, though. Okay. Um, so, as I've been learning guitar... I've been using this app that, like, basically uses very, very simple songs uh, to teach you guitar. And uh, one of them was Kumbaya. Okay. And I realized, like, well, this is a perfect question for Youth Pastor Dan. Because it (laughs) is a Youth Pastor song. It's a youth group song. Yeah. And, like, Dan would fucking play guitar in, like, the church fucking band. So extremely the right person to ask I feel um but yeah like what is that because <laughs> the song goes like kumbaya my lord so there's like mention of my lord there's definitely mention of my lord yeah. in there. so Absolutely. I'm like but that's all I know like just okay. kumbaya my lord kumbaya kumbaya I think that's all lord, kumbaya there is. <laughs> is that like something that means something in like Hebrew or Christianity? Um, or did you, like, grow up having that mean something? I definitely grew up singing Kumbaya. Yeah. Um, that's a thing from, I mean, camp and also, like, children's church stuff, Sunday mm-hmm. school, whatever. Um, Kumbaya, though, is not in the Bible or Hebrew or anything like that. Um, it is actually, uh, so Kumbaya is like, I looked it up, it's it's a spiritual, 
So it's a spiritual, a spiritual, which is a a spiritual. Yes. I didn't think that was a noun. (laughs) It, It is a, it is a noun meaning specifically like a, um, Christian song, uh, by, uh, black folks i think specifically like african descent slaves oh. um created a lot a of spiritual them. is like a a single word for a song like that yeah it's like the word hymn oh, or okay. something like that but a spiritual is like specifically like people of african descent in the u.s um who came over as as slaves uh-huh. uh, created these songs. And so there's other ones like it. There's like, um, you know, Go Down Moses or like... Swing Low, Sweet Cherry. Yeah, that's that's yeah. another example of one. So they're like, they're like hymns. I mean, yeah. they, they are, you could probably also count them as a, as a hymn, but specifically they are called spirituals when they're from like that cultural tradition. Oh. Um, so Kumbaya was just like fully co-opted by... The whites. So that's cool. Yeah. It sounds about right. (laughs) It's from, it's from an African language, I believe. I don't remember which one, so I might have to put that into corrections for next week. I wonder what it, um, if it means anything like literally, or if it's just like a vibe. I think it means like, come here, Lord, or, or come here now, or, or something to that extent. Um. It's catchy. Is definitely catchy. <laughs> and and it it does remind me that like another thing about this podcast that we should clarify is like when I talk about sort of evangelical and Protestant sort of traditions, I am talking about white evangelicals. Yeah. And I think I've mentioned that like that it is a white culture thing because there are a lot of black African American um people in the U.S. who took the religion that was sort of foisted upon them of Christianity mm-hmm. and, like, made it their own yeah. in a very real way that, like, their view of the Bible, their interpretation of the Bible, the things about the Bible that, like, matter to them um, are different than what white people talk about and care about in the Bible. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, no, it's true, though, like... Um, I've never gone to a black church before, mm-hmm. but I have gone to white churches. So like yeah. <laughs> that, that alone, like the fact that there's a distinction between the two shows that like, there's a different experience. In, yeah. Um, yeah. And we were, when we were talking about translations, I think last episode, like one of the many things that people have done in translating the Bible is, like, white people will translate it to further racist ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, white missionaries will go out and use the Bible and their particular interpretations or translations to, like, push white supremacy on people and, like, colonize people um, across the world. And so it's specifically a white culture thing a lot of the cultural stuff that i talk about with yeah that makes sense yeah i mean in catholicism too i'm sure for like anytime someone discusses there are probably also huge differences between like catholicism in the u.s or in europe versus like in south america um yeah for sure i don't 
I don't know really anything about any of it. <laughs> I yeah. just am like, wow, cool. <laughs> but there's there's definitely... I, I do I, know I, that, like, from movies and stuff, um, Black Church seemed, like, more fun as a kid. Like, I would see it, like, portrayed in movies and stuff, and it seemed more fun. I would love to go to a Black Church sometime, but I yeah. would want to be invited and not yeah, just not sort just of co-opt show the up, space and just be like, "This show is show up space in now. all my whiteness." Like, yeah. <laughs> here, give me your experience. Like, no, no, yeah, but, but like, if someone ever invited me, I would, I would definitely check it out. I mean, that's how I feel about like all religious experiences that are not harmful. I suppose, like, if someone invites me, I'm always gonna be like, "Sure," you know. Yeah. Yeah, As pretty much, especially if it's like I know it's not because they're trying to convert me into anything, mm-hmm. which is like most of the Christians I've met are not that kind of Christian, and so I am not the chill kind or are not the they're, converting. They're kind. not the converting kind. Okay, and so like that's why like I just don't know anything because like no one even ever tried to get me there. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's good. You yeah. avoided some very pushy people. Yeah, in your life. Oh, I met some other ones to make up for it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, not that brand of pushy. You avoided a (laughs) particular subset of pushy people. Yeah. So, anyway, that's all I got. Thanks, though. That's good. Do we have anything else we did after that part? Um, We say goodbye. We make a joke. And then we say goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do <laughs> you have any jokes about Abram before we go? Abram. I mean, Gabram. <laughs> but that's just right there. No, that's actually very good. <laughs> Remember, kids, Gabram. Gabram. I don't know what you want to do with that, but you can have that <laughs> one for yeah, free. Yeah, you can have it. You can have that one for free. There you go, folks. <laughs> Okay, see you next week. Uh, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bible Stories for Blasphemers is created and edited by me, Dan Roeckland, and my friend Mariah Wren. Our theme song is Hookie with Sloan by Bird Creek, and our intro was made by Henry Roeckland. You can find us on Twitter at BS for Blasphemers. That's the letters BS, number four, Blasphemers. Or if you'd like to submit a question for us, you can email us at BibleStoriesForBlasphemers at gmail.com. We are brand new, so if you enjoy the show, please leave us a review or tell your friends. That will really help us to reach our audience, and we appreciate it so much. We will see you next week.